Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! My name is Nick. And my name is Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, <laughs> a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! Good evening, Zachary. How are we doing? Great. God, that last episode was incredible. Sure was. Just the best. Yeah. This episode, we're going to give everyone listening some little ear tasty treats for your ears. Ear yep. treats. Yep. Ear treats, ear tails. Now I'm just listening body parts. Ears, tails. Noses. Eyes, claws. Thighs. Wow. Hello. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, we're gonna tell some spooky stories that we found on the internet. Yeah. We're gonna take a dive and see what the internet can provide. What are they gonna tell us? I don't know. Do you they want some good stories? Do they? Sometimes. Some good gories. Ooh. You know what that Al- is? Allegories? That's a gory story. Allegory. Okay. That's good. All right. Do you would you like to read in the inaugural story or would you like me to read the inaugural story? Um <clears throat> uh, should we flip a pick for it? Yeah, flip right. a pick. What side do you want? Do you want the do you want the band name? I'll take the logo. The logo. Going for the goat. Mm-hmm. Capricorn. It is not the goat. All right, so you take the first All one. All right. It's from None Ever Did. Is that what Yep, sure. Six years ago. About 10 years ago, I took my dog out for a short walk. He lived in a run-down but historic part of town. Old houses that are either beautifully maintained, abandoned, or generally going to shit. Seems like this house was a little poopy. There was a good mix of what? People in the neighborhood. (laughs) Anyway, walking the dog. I get about three or four horses. Nope. Three or four houses. Oh, that's that's different. There's a reason why I was thinking horses. And stop at the corner while Pony sniffs some grass or whatever. The dog's name is Pony. That's why I said horses. Okay. <laughs> My brain saw it ahead and was like, Bleh. I turn around and suddenly there is a man standing way too close to me. Hello. No idea. Good day. No idea where he came from. I'm usually very aware of my surroundings and Pony hated strange men. Hated was an all caps. It's weird that you name your dog Pony. It's it's a take. It's an option. Mm-hmm. It's certainly something you can do. It is not against the legal code. I like when people name their dogs just like very human names. Like what? Like a, like instead of Pony, it should be Tony. Tony would be great. Mm-hmm. To- yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Fred. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Fred. Yeah, something like that. Eric. Eric. <laughs> yeah. Stanley. This is my dog, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, come here. <laughs> Eric, no. Eric, open your mouth. Yeah. Eric, what do you have? Yeah, see, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, that's good. But no, we went with Pony. Ah, we chose the name 
Not even like Pony Boy. That's like at least a character. Pony is just a horse. Pony Boy. What's that from? Uh, Outsiders. Oh, yeah. Stay gold, <laughs> Pony Boy. Yeah. I stumbled a few steps back. I immediately had this absolute bone-chilling sick feeling. He asked me, is that a pit bull? And I replied, yes. Then he said, oh, she'll protect you. At this point, my body flooded with adrenaline, and I turned to run back to my house. I saw my mom standing on the porch and thought to yell to her. She had no reason to come out on the porch. I honestly think she had a bad feeling. I don't know what good me yelling really did, but it was all I could think to do. Like, hey, look, I'm over here. I've never had such a flight response before or since that encounter. And that um, the, Reddit, the subreddit that I was reading from was, what is the creepiest, most bone-chilling thing you or someone you know have ever experienced? Hmm. So um, a strange man talked to you about your dog. And you screamed for mom and ran? The next... Uh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, they could, it, we're not there. So like. Yeah, what you experienced... For sure, a strange man mm-hmm. didn't just snuck up on you and then started saying yeah, out of nowhere. That would be a little unsettling, for sure. Somebody said, um, "Pony is an interesting name for a dog." At first, I thought it was actually a horse you're talking about, and then um, someone says, "I have a golden retriever, and I almost named him Pony Boy." You know, stay gold and whatnot. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I mean, that's that's why good. I added that. Yeah, I added yeah. that for sure. All right, well, that was creepy. I yeah. mean, imagining yourself walking alone with your dog named Pony. I remember the creepiest thing I've ever encountered in my life so far. Yes. But I was a child. That's that's the one that's the creepiest. Yeah. We ha- we had a weird neighbor when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And uh, they had a St. Bernard. Okay. That was probably not treated very well. Oh, no. But not entirely sure. Okay. But it was shaved, like, hairless and had, like, weird cuts on it from, like, buzzer like cutting too close to the skin and okay. stuff oh so it was got like, oh god and i like i remember when i was fucking young sure i couldn't even tell you how old sure enough to be terrified of course because i remember turning around being face to face with the saint bernard and you know that's when you're watching like the sand lot and stuff yeah you got uh-huh. the beast yep and this thing's like all cut up and like hairless i just remember being like that was the point where i did something you do like the scream where you just like every the world's gonna end? Yes. Yeah. Because you saw a creature from hell. Yeah. It's like ah, <laughs> to me as like a five year old like, or whatever never it seen, was. Didn't know this was an option. Didn't know this is a thing we could that deal with. That dog was probably just like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> good day." <laughs> I got a bad haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it suck? Yeah. I really hate my owners. Yeah, it sucks over there. Yeah, I you like seem you. Nice. Yeah, can you be my friend? And I'm just like. Ah! <laughs> And he's like, oh, too young. That's a young one. I <laughs> like her St. Bernard talks this way. Oh, he's just a young one. Just yep. a little guy. Little guy scared of me because of my bad haircut. But that's the most bone-chilling thing I can recall. Yeah. yeah I'm try- I was trying to think as you were, like, I don't know what the most bone, like, bone-chilling, like, legitimately. Uh, I guess it could be that one time I thought somebody was in the Michigan cabin. I think I've, I don't. I know I've told you before. I don't know if I th- I'm sure I've said it on the show before. I don't know if you have, but like, quick story. Me and uh, me and my girlfriend at the time were in a cabin, and there's like it's like a double wide to imagine like the the space. 
there's like a hallway that goes into the back room. At the end of the back hallway is like the master bedroom where we were staying. Mm-hmm. And there's like doors along the wall. Like it's a hallway that goes back there in the bathroom. And then, but it's nighttime. So like the whole house is dark. It's locked up. It's dark. And it is, of course, you know, double wide trailer. So like the, uh, you know, nice cabin. Um, there's space under a crawl space beneath the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that matters for us trying to justify what had happened um, that night. Cause we just heard like a little, like a sound. And then we started to hear like legitimate footsteps and we felt like a presence in the house and the footsteps were walking closer to the room, like a creak creak. And they got louder enough to where two people are like Is someone coming. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned the crawl space because, like, is there like an animal under there, like a raccoon? Like, that's not how a raccoon would sound. Yeah, that would not happen. Mm-hmm. So it's creaking, and then we decide we like crack open the door, and then we look out into this pitch black nothing, mm-hmm. which is that's not great. So then we decide to walk to the end of the hallway, and there's a light switch, and then someone braver than I that day decided to just flip like just like flip the light in and then like, walk into the house and explore. I don't even think the light was no the light wasn't on yet. We had to walk over to the light. Yeah? I think she had to. But the point was there was someone in the house and we thought we were going to be, I don't know, we have to fight. Mm-hmm. And then she just stormed in the darkness. And no one was there. Which leads Also I don't think Last time you were up there, we discussed that there is literally a cemetery like a five-minute walk away from that house. I think we tried to walk there at night, but then you were like, actually, there's bears been sighted here recently or something like that. There was. Yeah. Like, just like a like a cute bear, but like it's... It's a, it's a black bear. It still could get you. Yeah. I mean, yes, but... But like, you know, right. We both scare each other. <sighs> well, yeah, and I'd been drinking pretty heavily. <laughs> so. That's what happens. That's what happens up there. Yeah. yeah. So was, in fact, there a spirit in this house? I don't know, man. I mean, my sleep paralysis is pretty scary, too. That wasn't, you know, had three yeah, times. Yeah, I don't have any of that stuff. Had so three times. I just first, got that dog when I was like yeah, five. First time I was horrified. I mean, I've told you all these things, but I don't know if they've been on the air. First time I was horrifying. I thought there was a demon in the corner. I thought I was going to die. Second time was also kind of horrifying, and I fought it as much as I could, and then I woke up mid-fight. Uh-huh. And I fell on the floor. Everybody told me that. Yeah. Boom. Threw yourself out of bed. Literally, you wake up. It's like ah, boom. And like and you're just kind of embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Then last time was this. You're embarrassed in front of your sleep paralysis yeah. demon. <gasps> oh, that was embarrassing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. That was uh, you got me. I didn't mean to. And then. Um, Oh, geez, and this is a lot terrifying. But no, the time of the sleep paralysis that didn't scare me was like, I was just like fucking dead tired. Like, I was so tired. And I yeah. was, it was sleep paralysis. Like, I had it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. My eyes were open. I saw the black creature in the corner. But I swear to God, I was like, no. Like, I'm going to bed. I got time for this shit. Like, I had that thought in my head. It's yeah. like, I know what this is. I feel it. So then my demon's probably like, oh, man. Yeah. And then I just went back to bed and I woke up. But it did happen. But that was a couple years ago, I think. The other two were like a decade ago. Yeah, the only other thing that really jumps to mind, at least at the moment, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're just talking here. Yeah, sure. Is uh, when I was in the Boy Scouts still. Okay. We were doing a backpacking trip, yeah. and I woke up in the middle of the night and had to pee. Okay. 
not, you know, nothing too out of the norm, I yeah. would say. But I remember one this one time, I just felt like something was watching me the entire time. Okay. And normally I would like walk outside yeah. of the camp ground a little bit. But it was like one of those times where I was like, no, I have to pee and just be done with this because something feels off. So that little bit of nylon was going to protect me better. So I remember I just like stood there and peed and it was just like, get back in the, get back in the nylon tent. But you felt the the castle. (laughs) Yeah. The protective, right. Your, your barrier wall. No idea if they're, that was it. It was just a weird feeling. But that's the kind of gut shit you have to trust. Like, Mm -hmm. nope. I don't like that. Yep. I've been camping plenty. So yeah. So, you know, that's the only time that's really hit me, but that is terrifying. It's a weird feeling. Just to be watched, right? Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no idea if there was actually anything there, but it just felt weird. Yeah. All right, well, let's see what kind of story I can dig up here for Please you. Please do it. Give me something. Give me some goods. Or well, I mean, we'll see what happens. We don't know. This is from I Can't Find It on Google. Funny. Um, I like it. Posted to The Truth Is Here. Okay. A few years back, I had an interesting experience at my in-law's house. They lived a good drive out into the country in a small lakefront community on Lake Greenwood in South Carolina. Okay. They had neighboring properties nearby, but most of these folks stayed there seasonally, and my in-laws were the only ones on the street who lived there full-time. I mean, that's kind of eerie. Like, a bunch of houses empty, Mm -hmm. but... That's kind of how it is up there Yeah, in Michigan. A lot of people just aren't there all the time. It was late on a Sunday night, and my wife, fiancé at the time, was in the shower, and I was alone with our dog in the living room. The back of the house faced a clearing in some relatively thick forest area that cannot be seen into from the house at night. However, at night with the blinds up and lights on, it's very easy to watch into the house from the woods at night. Interesting point. Yeah, it's something we might need to take note of for... The rest of the story. Yeah. Generally, it's un- unnerving to look into the woods from the in-law's house, but oh. that unnerving feeling is usually solved by closing the blinds. You're just talking about being watched. Mm-hmm. Okay. On this particular evening, I was with... I. Hmm? Just trying to... Got it. ...work through some typos, I think. On this particular, particular evening, I was walking around the house whilst the fiancé was in the shower. It was very late at night, and it was just me and our dog in the family room. I just turned off the TV when the hairs on my body stood up and I had chills. Nope, not good. At that exact moment, our dog ran to the window by the kitchen and barked incessantly at the window. I figured the in-laws must be getting back home after being at church. Got up and peeked out the window by the couch while the dog was going nuts, barking out the window. No headlights or anything, but a massive thick fog that was coming out of the woods just kind of appeared randomly. Great. I glanced over at the window my dog was still barking at, and it looked like somebody squatting in a frog squat was peering into the window at him. I got goosebumps again and it's chills and chills as I started walking that way. I blinked and nothing was there in the front porch anymore, but the dog was still barking. When I finally got to the window, the fog was still apparent, but less thick, and I looked around in the yard, and I didn't see anything until my eyes made it to the woods. I couldn't make out a precise figure, but it looked like it was pale and had glowing eyes as it looked back at the house, and I looked out into the yard. 
I closed every blind in the house and turned on every bit of light I could in the yard. The in-laws eventually got home and the fog was gone, but all I heard scratching sounds on the walls of the room we were sleeping in almost like a cat trying to climb to higher ground. Oh my God. Since then, I have never set foot in the woods surrounding the in-laws' house and I always feel like something is watching me when I'm there. Jesus. And that was kind of weird to read that after I had just been talking about that weird feeling. The universe provides the squatting frogman in the front. Just a squatting dude looking at you, and then he's gone. He's pooping. He's got a poop. <laughs> no, I don't know. They're That's... both shocked. Yeah. Oh! Ah, caught me <laughs> pooping in the air. This is just a drunk man. Yeah. Wandering around, looking for a rock or something. Yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, it's like uh, one of those things like you can't see out the windows when you have the lights on. Anybody that anybody could be standing in your yard. If you got like the lights on in the house, you can't yeah. see out them. No. Also reminds me of. Uh, I was watching my brother's dog yeah. recently. Uh-huh. And, you know, I took him out late at night. Yeah. Because he's on a different schedule when he's with me. I'm much more of a night person than my brother is. Sure, yeah. He so has I to adjust. Yeah. Um, so I take him out in dark, and we got a bunch of woods behind the house. And yeah. he was just freaking out. Okay, yeah. Just barking, 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 mm-hmm. barking. And I was like, what are you barking at? There's nothing there. Yeah, come on, man. There's nothing there. But you're, like, mm-hmm. freaking me out because, like... You're you're so sure. You're like, he's like pulling on the leash and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'll get the flashlight out because now you're freaking me out a little bit. So I get the flashlight out and I shine it. Absolutely nothing there. Good job, dude. Yeah. Cool. Nothing? Nothing. So he was just... He was just barking at nothing. Unless, <sighs> unless, unless by the time I got the flashlight out, he had maybe protected me, saved my life. Perhaps, or perhaps the thing he saw you could not see. That too. I never liked that. Mm-hmm. I don't care to anyone. I'll never like when an animal just kind of goes and walks away and just stares in the darkness. Cats see, see certain cats eat all the time. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, how... You're freaking me out, man. Are you all right? What do you got to do? Okay. Well, I was going to read this one because it was kind of short, but I'm not because it involves like... It involves real bad stuff we don't need to talk about. Okay. Um, let's just say things are assaulted and these things are actual people. And yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Bad stuff. So what I am going to do is we'll, we'll see where this goes. When I was 16, my parents went out of town for a weekend. It was actually pretty sweet because I got to be king of the castle for the weekend. King of the castle. King so of the I, castle. So I got home... That Friday night and just dick around, internet, video games, etc. We all know that life. Mm-hmm. And start watching TV around dusk. The way our living room was set up was that there was a set of glass doors right next to the television that looked out to the back porch backyard. This is in conjunct kind of with what you just read me. The backyard was surrounded by ivy that grew on a hill around a 45 degree angle. That feels important. So I'm just mindlessly channel surfing and I see some movement outside. I wonder if this guy was neighbors with the other guy. <laughs> At first, I just dismiss it, thinking it's a bird or a neighborhood cat or something, but then I notice that whatever is moving is way bigger than a bird or a cat. I go and put my face near the glass. Good That's move. so weird. That's good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate all the distance between you and this unknown assailant. 
and stare into the backyard. You could just turn the lights off. And there's some dude just squatting. Did we just, did we read the same thing? This is the same story? It doesn't sound like it, but it just does sound like it at the same time. Near the glass and staring into the backyard, and there's some dude just crouching in the ivy looking into the house. Our eyes meet, and he has somewhat of an oh shit moment and bolts out of our <laughs> yard. Scared the shit out of me. Who posted this? Uh, it says deleted. <laughs> is yours deleted too? No, mine was... That's like the same story. Mine was like, I, I tried Google or something like that. I can't find it on Google. That's who posted yeah. this one I have. How old was that person in that story? They didn't say. Did they mention any ivy? No. I didn't think so. That's why I didn't think it was the same. But crouching, that's like the same story. Yeah, it's pretty weird. So are they neighbor? Oh, my God. Who's this croucher? Yeah, he's just on the opposite side of the like next yard over. Yeah, he's just in between, and they're both looking at the same guy. Who is the croucher? Well, we have a character. He's called the croucher. He mm-hmm. crouches in your yard and just looks at you. Not as cool as the party monster, whoever that guy was. <laughs> Oscar the Croucher. Oscar the Croucher! <laughs> there he is. That's the guy. Oh, that's the guy that's going to be in a battle royal if this sees a light of day. Oscar the Croucher. All right. Well, that's a weird connection. So is this a, maybe your story is going to be part three of this story. I doubt it, but that was wild. That was wild. I was like, what? They're different subreddits. Yeah. When was that one posted? Do you remember? It was a day ago. This was six years ago. <laughs> okay, well, that's weird. <laughs> Are we not living in linear time? Maybe. Oh, God. The time stream's breaking. All right. This one is from DM Me Pretty Cats. Cool. All right. It's called the title of the post is Every time my parents took away something from me to ground me, something from the, their belongings goes missing. Okay. All right. This has been going on for as long as I can recall, from my Game Boy to car keys. My parents' most popular form to ground me would be to snatch my favorite belongings. Sure. Usually when I'm not paying attention and lock it in their room. Great. A few days later, they come storming to me, demanding whatever they lost back. They think I'd do it in retaliation, which I would deny, since I've always been the petty, which I wouldn't deny, since I've always been the petty and rebellious type. I grew up running away from my home and being the one to break every house rule. But whenever I'm grounded, I just play the perfect son until I get my stuff back, rinse and repeat. Got it. I got so tired of being accused of stealing and forced to confess when I literally have no idea where their stuff vanished. It'd be things like the TV remote, my mom's perfume, cards in my dad's wallet, and Mm -hmm. things I... Literally have no interest in stealing. I grew up being a little too imaginative with imaginary friends. Turned out it was a trait of my to-be-diagnosed autism, but eventually grew out of them, and I don't consider myself interested in the paranormal or anything. My mom, on the other hand, is crazy superstitious. Oh, dear. She'd spray the house with holy water, place protective crystals in every corner. Cool. And some nights I'd find her blasting the Bible on max volume. What? Excuse me? <laughs> it's a book. <laughs> do you have the the Bible on vinyl? I don't understand. <laughs> but bl- <laughs> How do you blast the Bible? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's going Bible blasting? Audiobook Bible? I guess that's the only way it would work. Just in the beginning. Like, oh, <laughs> the Bible is blasting. Yeah. 
I always assumed she'd encountered something. I should mention that we're the first owners to this house and have no backstories there. The biggest what-the-fuck moment was that still has me scratching my head was when my parents agreed to snatch my wallet over an uh, argument about me constantly being outside at late night. The next day, both my mom and dad had their keys missing. We're talking about access to the whole house. Oh, my God. I literally swear it wasn't me, and this day I have no idea who did it. My dad had to replace the front and back doors locks and is still convinced the keys are with me. I didn't do it. That sucks. Well, Does the, it, the first comment is kind of depressing line of thought. What, what is it? What, I wonder if it's what I thought. Go ahead. Are you sure it wasn't your mom taking it and hiding it, pretending you did it to get your dad to kick you out? I had something similar to happen to me. Okay. I was thinking maybe it was going to go. He's a whole separate personality that doesn't know what his first personality does. Like he's Moon Knight. Yeah, because that's that's way sadder. Yeah, yeah. All the comments are like, "It sounds like one of your parents was doing this to kick you out," and it's like a weird child abuse thing. Oh my god! Hopefully not. Hopefully he's got some gremlins in his house or something. Yeah, hopefully there's a demon in there or something. Because that's what (laughs) when you're hoping for a demon over your parents to hate you. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Um, Weird though. Yeah, it is very weird. Yeah, Just things disappearing. Mm -hmm. Well, I joked that you would find part three of what we were reading. Did you find part three? I'm going to read this comment that's literally right after this one because it looks like, because the way it starts, I haven't read all the way down, so we'll see. But this is in response to the past story I just read about Oscar the Croucher. Man, my house was set up in a very similar way, and I have a very similar story. So I was like, intriguing. I grew up scared shitless that someone would come up to that glass door at night. We had vertical blinds to block out any prospective peepers. But one night, it's funny to call them peepers in this dramatic situation. But one night when my folks were out of town, I was up late watching TV on the couch, and all of a sudden there was two loud knocks right in the glass. Don't like that. Of course, my blood goes cold. But I quickly think that maybe one of my friends who know my parents are out of town snuck out and came over. I work up the courage to go slide open one of the blinds to peek out, fully expecting to see one of my friends standing there. Fully expecting to see one of my friends, comma, standing there as some swarthy-looking guy with a mustache just looking in at me. He pulls at the door, but it's locked. Swarthy-looking. Swarthy. So we're getting some descriptions of... Mm -hmm. Oscar, I booked my ass straight out of the front door and ran straight to my aunt's house a few doors. You left the house? I guess that's a good call. If you know your aunt's just a few houses, a few doors down. Yeah, stay in the house. So he ran his houses away? Yeah, stay in the house. He's not in there yet. Yeah. The now you're exposed. Locked. Right. He's got to bust it open. We called the police and they said there were so many footprints in the snow that he had to have been circling around the house for hours. There was even some footprints on the roof by the master bedroom. Was it Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus was like, You're, you didn't leave your flu open last night. I can't I get in get the in. house. Do you have any cookies? I couldn't make it. <laughs> He's just pacing outside. Oh, shit, I'm going to be late for my next delivery. I'm on a schedule. 
the reindeer weren't there. He sent them on without him. He's like, I got to get in this house, but you guys could do this. What the fuck? Wild. Wild stuff. Oh, is that it? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that was it. That was all we got. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I was, I was like, nope. Creeping, peeping, Oscar the Croucher. What a guy we just met tonight. What a guy. All right. Well, this is You Got Me Thar. Uh, okay. posted this. Uh, I saw a patient that didn't exist. Oh. I saw a patient that didn't exist. I don't know how this happened. I'm still perplexed perplexed by it five years later. I was starting out in practice as a healthcare provider in a private practice. Our practice had set up cameras to monitor front desk activity outside hallway for security and emergency reasons as we are in a large metro area with moderate to high crime rate. Okay. So utilizing a very well-known yellow booking software, some will know, I received an appointment request. I don't know what that software is. I don't either. Uh, the appointment request had no insurance listed, only a name. For the sake of HIPAA, I won't be saying the name, sex, gender of the individual. Let's just say JD for short. Sure. The appointment is never confirmed via phone, and JD has an international number. JD shows up, and for the most part, it was a standard visit. Normal workup, etc., I think it was an annual physical, but without abnormalities. I did my usual banter. What do you do for work? Where are you from? Yada, yada. Yeah, you know the drill. They were pretty, brunt slash short in answering, and again, given the location where the practice was, I was not taken aback. I will say I was confused by the lack of accent this individual had. It seemed pretty standard for the area where they claimed to be from. Mm -hmm. There were no distinctive markings or features other than the person's height, which is well above average for either sex, i.e. taller than average, cis male, male at birth, or cis female, female at birth. Sure. The appointment ends. They pay in cash and make no follow-up. The standard, don't call me, I'll call you. Uh, The day was pretty busy, so I wasn't able to do the note then and there. So at the end of the day, I sat down to do my notes and noticed that JD was not in the note tally, meaning there was one patient missing from the total. So I checked the system again, thinking that the FD might have forgotten since it's a cash note. Uh, asterisk. These tend to be, these tend to not be as pressing as small to smaller practices is they do not need to submit this to insurance companies for reimbursement. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Uh, the appointment was not there, so I decided to check the booking app to pull their info. The appointment was not there either, so I asked the front desk what happened. They said they didn't know what or who I was referring to. We had seen over 50 people collectively that day, so I let it slide. I did the note, but I did not add any info other than the one told me by the patient, and I made note of the international number but couldn't remember the code. Flash forward to two to three days later. I was still thinking about the situation, and I remembered the cameras. I told the front desk to look at the video with me. I needed to know I wasn't crazy. And to my astonishment, there clear as day is the patient talking to me in the hallway, checking out in the FD, 
with the FD writing the transaction on both the cash ledger and the digital ledger. Needless to say, all three of us were are still confused. The FD did some snooping, as young people do, found no record of anything or anybody by what they thought was their name. We called the booking company, and that nobody had even made an appointment for that day, at least under my profile. How did the appointment disappear from both our, our EHR and booking software? Still rattled. It's a CIA. Yeah. It's an agent. Men in black. Yeah, there's like, nope. Am I doing good? Great. Moving on. And this wipes it from everything. Hmm. That's absurd. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, there's something to that. A lot of details, a lot of specifics. Who was that guy? Somebody said somebody said Yakuza. Well, I mean, you have access to all the shit, though. Yeah, I don't know how that works out because those are that's just the like Japanese mafia type, right? They thing, have right? to have it. Have, yeah, they have to be corrupt and have to. He didn't he, give any details to where he was or anything like that. No, so I don't know. He he was doing his duty by protecting the HIPAA of a person that doesn't exist. So that's fair. That's I, good on you, man. Scared if they're gonna come after him. I mean, cover your ass, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well. I'm going to read this one because apparently a lot of people are being creeped on by people who look in windows. Okay. This is an ongoing theme. I think this is the last one that I saw in this theme, so we're going to see where this, this takes us. We're going to see if we're going to deal with another Oscar the Croucher or the same man. A version of this happened to me once. This is from Fire in the Mountains. I'm female. I was 15, 16 at the time, and it was Halloween. I remember feeling that sense of dread on my way home. The house was too... Is, is she being stuck by Michael Myers? Just saying, it's Halloween. She's fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I don't she know. She feels dread in her way home. Could be. Maybe she's being stalked by Michael Myers. The shape. The house was two stories and only had two bedrooms. Most of the space was taken by the downstairs. I slept in the living room on a futon. At the far end of the room were glass doors and a patio. No blinds or anything. I was up playing video games pretty late due to that dread feeling. I laid down with my computer still on. Lighting up the room. Out of nowhere, someone knocks on the glass doors. I ignored them. I suppose, in a way, that's a good move. And it got more frequent and urgent sounding. I was freaked the hell out. Got up without looking at the doors and pretended to sleepy check the front door, then ran up the stairs and hid in the bathroom above the living room. The ventilation system was just holes in the floor with vents over them so I could see down into the first floor. I tried to wake up my mom and said, Someone knocked on the door. To which they basically denied that happened and went back to sleep, saying I dreamt it or something. That's not a good move, Mom. I mean, someone's knocking on the door. It's not like I thought I saw a ghost in the closet. It was quiet for a while. Then the metal spiral stairs into the basement started creaking, and I heard footsteps. By this time, my computer had gone to sleep, and it was dark as fuck down there. Next thing I heard was my jar of pennies falling over and spilling coins everywhere. Then more silence. Stairs creaked again. Intruder left. Spooked by spare change. Chucked the outside door into the basement the next day. Unlocked, of course. There's a man in her house walking around. Yeah. 
feeling his way around, knocking, change things off. He was so committed to it until he made a bunch of racket. Yeah. And some Australian, that's the name of this next user, that was pretty stupid of your mother. <laughs> I mean, not entirely wrong, but... <laughs> right. But yeah, so... uh, Yeah, that looks like the end of the Creeper story, so... Hmm. Oh my God. All right, well... I got one final one for us here, then. Let's close this out. Let's do it to it. This one is called, I Saw a Demon. You have my complete and utter attention. By you slash either repair 1100. Not that you you didn't have my attention, but, um, yeah, demons going on. This happened years ago, but I will still never forget it. I wouldn't. I was still dating my incredibly abusive ex at the moment. Oh, God. And at the specific time, still very much in love with him. Stupid, I know. Oh, boy. I was laying in his lap, and he was running his hand through my hair. That's nice. I just remember looking up at him and thinking, how weird that there's something else here. Nope. Then there was a sort of piercing sound in my ears, and over his face I saw a demon. He had horns, and his flesh looked rough, possibly burnt. What the fuck? There was thick gray smoke at the bottom of him. What the fuck? I only saw his face over my ex's for a moment. He was laughing. I couldn't hear the laugh, but I saw him laughing, and it was like an I got you laugh. Oh, my God. And I will never, ever forget this as long as I live. I do not have any mental health issues, and I don't have any other experiences with anything supernatural. I wasn't even sure I believed in demons before this. I don't tell many people this for obvious reasons, and I've only heard a similar story once. What? You've heard a similar story? So this first comment is long. It's like another story here. Okay. Uh, From Fishin72. I believe you thousand percent. Before I got sober, I was in a very abusive relationship. This guy had been abused as a child by his uncle when he started talking about when when he started talking about him sober. His face would scrunch up. He would talk through his teeth like hissing, like spitting as he talked. He'd only do this sober. When he was high, he didn't care anymore. That was that was the point of the drugs. Oh, God. One night, we were having a hard time getting drugs. We hadn't had any since the day before, so quite sober for the two of us. This guy who threw me through a closet door just a few weeks prior. Oh, dear. He was violent, yell, yelled, name-called. He hurt me a few times pretty good, but I was really fucked up back then. Okay. Ugh. It had already gotten to the point where I knew the end was near. It was time for me to get my life together and certainly time for me to get away from that asshole. I was standing on the edge of the cliff just about to jump. Then that night when he realized no one had any dope and was going to get any, he started talking about his uncle. We were sitting in the bed facing the TV at the foot of the bed, so I was turning my head to the right looking at him as he talked. It started calm and quickly escalated into the spitting angry talk. He started hitting the bed in front of him with his fists as he raged, and I was terrified to look at him. I stared forward for what seemed like forever. Then, for whatever reason, I returned to look at him and saw exactly as you described. It was like a face over a face, or a face behind a face, and it wasn't human, and it wasn't good. I can't put into words the terror. It consumed my whole body. I'd never felt that level of fear. I hope I never do again. I jumped from that bed, ran. I had a bicycle sitting outside on the porch. I grabbed that friggin' bike and mounted it in the front yard and pedaled into the street. 
I could hear him busting through the front door in his footsteps as he started running after me. <sighs> he yelled at me, I swear to fucking God, I'm going to fucking beat the fuck out of you when I catch you. I'm that's going not... to beat the fucking shit out of you. Oh my God, that's not good. No, that's not good. That's. And he growled as he ran after me. There was that moment when I didn't have the bike going fast yet and still accelerating, and he almost caught up. Then I reached the speed and left him behind. I was praying that my bike chain held on. It liked to fall off if I tried to accelerate too fast. Somehow it didn't fail me. I made arrangements for inpatient rehab that weekend. They had a bed open up the following Monday, and I've been sober ever since. That was May 2006. Told the devil face story many times since then. I know what I saw. It was pure evil, and I don't need any more convincing that evil can possess people. He definitely was. I probably was too. The devil loves chaos, despair, fear, anger, violence. You get the picture. I choose today to distance myself from anything that resembles any of that. Thanks for the reminder. I haven't thought about this in a while. Needed to be reminded the devil is real, and I have a choice where I want to go. If I follow the rules, I get the good stuff. And if I don't, well, I've seen a glimpse of it. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. That like is terrifying. Seeing, like, their inner demon or, like, something possessing them just come to flash forward to the front. Right, just and reveal then it's like, itself almost. Like flaunting it. That's, you know how much power that would have to take? Yeah. Like, if this is a thing that happens and exists, that you can just flash a demon face... That's got to and be fully possessing a human being. That's no. That's no chill shit. It's an yeah. intense demon. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's not great. No, that's terrifying. Don't like it. Yeah. That is. Um, it's like some really real elements of terror in there too, with abusive relationships and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all this you know human problems. Then like, oh, what if they're being fueled or intensified by a demon or taken over because they had problems themselves and just Mm -hmm. gave up or gave in they're a weak a weak uh weakened mental state and the demon asserted its dominance yeah over these broken spirits now just having a good fucking time doing drugs beating people yeah probably being risky just living it up in these two human vessels hashtag don't like Nope, not a fan. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty scary. That's scary. That's a good way to close out this smorgasbord of home invaders and demon abusers. Yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, after listening to this, I don't want to look out a fucking window. No. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I see a squatting demon out there. Just Sasquatch taking a poop. Just hashtag just pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hashtag that. <laughs> you gotta tag it. You gotta know. People gotta know what you're doing at all times. Isn't that the internet? Yeah, I guess. Isn't so. that social media? Uh-huh. <laughs> hashtag went to the bathroom. Hashtag pooping. Hashtag big poop. All right. Come on. Now it's just getting crazy. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, if you uh, have a creepy, spooky story of your own, you can email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the social medias. Instagram is where we'd love to see you. Weird and feared. Um, email us. I told you that already. But like and uh, and subscribe. You should do that already. I mean, that seems like an obvious if you like the show. Um, but you can follow us on and support us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared. And also rate the show wherever you're able to rate a show. Sure, please. We, pre- we appreciate that. Yep. We see them more often than not, and we do appreciate those thoughts and love. Mm-hmm. So watch your windows and then stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Stay <laughs> spooky.